Yeah. Yeah, maybe. We should actually do that. Yeah. You know, episode 11, Martinsville recap. We got to talk about Martin in his village in Virginia, his hometown. Even though it's not his hometown, but we're going to say it's his hometown. And that's how we're going to start the episode. So welcome to episode 11, Martinsville recap. I am with my co-host, Brian. Brian, how are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Just a uh, forewarning, all that went in. I'm just saying. Uh, I, I kind of figured. <laughs> just going in because I'm a lazy piece of shit and I'm not going to edit it out. So you guys get to hear that. So be joyous. Be joyous. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, you know why we're here. Uh, Racing Bros NASCAR podcast. We're here to talk about Martinsville. See how uh, Truex is dominating the night. Well, he was there. <laughs> he was there. Yes. <laughs> nah, he he was he was lurking. You know, he just took his time. And then we're gonna talk about all of what happened at Martinsville, and then we're gonna preview some Richmond. Then we're gonna go over some news, and then answer a couple questions. You know, typical format of what we do. But uh, I guess we're gonna start with Martinsville. So, Brian, you want to start off? Or do you want me to start off? Uh, you can start off this episode. Uh, just because he doesn't want to say his notes. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he's scared. Yeah. You guys, That's what it is. you guys frighten him. <laughs> just uh, well, I guess we'll get into Martinsville. So, uh, we only got like 43 laps in on the Saturday night portion. So we're not we're not really gonna talk about Saturday because nothing happened. I mean, Denny Hamlin passed Joey Logano. That was all that happened, <laughs> and then rain. So, well, uh, the Rick Ware drivers got together. Cody Ware dumps fucking James Davison for no reason just cause he's there and you know we'll get into that fiasco over at Rick Ware but that's really what happened Saturday um Suarez was docked 10 points cause he had an infraction he had ballast in like the rear and his crew chief Travis Mack was ejected actually so his crew chief missed the race but that was all before the rain delay. Then we got in the Sunday afternoon, a usually typical Martinsville day. Lots of beating and banging. Um, some comers and goers. Hamlin and Blaney were pretty quick early. I would say Hamlin had a better short run car with like 20 and 30 laps. And then Blaney would kind of catch him at that 40, 50, 60 lap mark. Um... Suarez had a loose wheel early in stage one, so it kind of put him behind the eight ball, but then he got his laps back and was up there towards uh, the, closer to the end of the race. And then we actually got, I actually put a note of this, we actually got some SMT data for like the first time. Like they actually showed like the ghost car and like where Harvick was like, like Harvick's inputs compared to Blaney's, the leader's inputs, and showed, like, how, like, faster Blaney was throughout, like, when Harvick was running, which I thought was pretty interesting. Like, we, you know, we don't get data, okay? They're like, 
we get <laughs> Jeff Gordon's expert analysis about how Michael McDowell is the real deal running in sixth and <laughs> lap two at Vegas. I'm, I'm so mad about I don't know why that made me so mad, but I will always come back to that. But, yeah, so we actually got data. Whoa, big step here. Yeah, F1, <laughs> watch out. We're about to have uh, Jeff Gordon be a steward and, like, be like, oh, boy. He would be so biased against Yeah, drivers. you don't want that. He would be like, oh, and like Alex Bowman would like run over somebody. He's like, oh, it's freaking Kevin Harvick's fault. Uh, he's <laughs> penalized two laps. That was, he just stopped on the brakes and Alex Bowman had nowhere to go. <laughs> but, and then stage one, um, usual people up there like Hendrick and Penske, Gibbs were all up there. And then... Uh, Blaney won stage one. So, that was about stage one. Bubba and Harvick had a little bit of contact. Uh, it's a little more than usual Martinsville contact. Just Bubba got into him. And then Harvick just kind of turned down. He's like, uh, fuck you, child. Essentially. He did his boomer energy. And then... Uh, Priest had some alternator trouble, so that kind of killed his day. He was running pretty good. And then he got put... Towards like the back, and then the big pileup happens. The where, big pileup. I mean, it was a parking lot. Yeah. It, it was literally a parking lot. Um. Looked like Kyle Busch was pissed off and just kind of slammed his fucking Toyota Camry in there to Chris Busher's left rear. <laughs> Sent Chris Busher a little bit up the track. Uh, excuse me. It was more of it was not a bump and run. Like that, that is not a typical bump and run. It was just uh, I'm Kyle Busch and get the fuck out of my way. And then Chris Busher like slides up the track and they make some more contact in the turn. And then coming off the exit, it looked like either Chris Busher uh, cut down a tire or Kyle Busch or excuse me, Chris Busch was like fuck you to Kyle Busch and just turn down on him. They spin on the backstretch and then everyone, you can't stop. So everyone just piles in. It's like a meme crash. Like everyone, like 20 cars just mm-hmm. pile in. Then at Bowman's day, he got put in the back cause he had a loose wheel. He was running top three. Uh, Priest got in there. Uh, Brad, of course my pick, you know, had to find <laughs> the crash. <laughs> And then, uh, who else? There was Suarez. Yeah, Suarez was in it. The 77. 77. Uh, Eric Jones was in it. Uh, it was just a whole bunch of people. Yeah. It was it was a total wreck. Total disaster. So, that was that. And then... So, then we get to final pit stops with, like, about 40 to go. 45 to go. Um, Blaney runs over an air gun. So, it's, like, taking pit equipment outside the box so Blaney is sent to the rear of like tail end of the lead lap cars so he's back in like 20th or whatever so it's uh, Hamlin and Truex up front I think Truex actually beat Hamlin off pit road and then on the restart Hamlin got the jump because he had an amazing short run car and then Truex just slowly worked his way up there so ever so slowly took him 
about 15 laps to pass him because he would not bump him at all. I mean, if I was if I was Truex, oh, Hamlin's going to send, but that's just me. That's why I'm not a NASCAR driver. So I'm just <laughs> like, oh, yeah, send it in there. But Truex, uh, cleanest driver probably in the field, to be honest. I mean, he's not making contact ever on purpose. He's like, I'm just going to pass you cleanly. But passes him and then holds off for less, about 15 laps. And takes home the win. So Martin's Martin Truex is the winner at Martinsville. He won here last year. That was his only race he won. So another Martinsville win for Martin. Short track king now. His last He won five of the last 11 short track races. So Truex is looking like a good short track racer. But... Yeah, Truex is our first repeat winner as well. It took eight races, but finally, Truex is our first repeat winner. So, still looking possible for sixteen different winners in the playoffs. Uh, I say it, it could happen. I would say probably we'll probably max out at like thirteen. I would say, unless we get some really wacky results, which I mean could happen. Right. Because. Maybe this is just a normal part, and then the next week Cody Ware wins. We don't know, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was basically Martinsville. You want uh, contribute anything, Brian? Any more thoughts? What do you think about the race? How was it for you? And all that good jazz. I oh, so I, I missed the Saturday portion. I had to rewatch that back. I mean, it, were, um, it really was not necessary. Yeah, it, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't anything amazing, um, but the actual Sunday session and watching watching everybody just, I, I don't know. It felt like for a while everybody was just trying to stay in the same position. Like yeah. they didn't want to overtake anybody. They were too fr- afraid of getting in crashes. And then, honestly, I don't know. The lead changes was probably the best part for me. Yeah, it was. it was kind of interesting to see. Like Hamlin, like you would see the comers and goers, and like how different the car is. Like Hamlin was dominant for the first fifteen to twenty laps of a run, and then you just see the twelve car just slowly catch up to him, catch up to him, catch up to him. Like, and then you start seeing the eleven get a little tighter, a little tighter, a little tighter, and then there goes Blaney right by him. So it was, it was interesting. It's like old school. Like. Yeah. Some people's cars are better for short. Some people's cars are better for long. Some people's cars better at night. Some people's cars during the day. Some people's cars during better at sunset. You know, it's all different parts of the race that people's cars are better or worse. So it's interesting to see that. Um, I thought it was just going to be a, a day of Blaney domination, to be honest with you. Yeah, you like see that. And then last uh, pit stop... You know, just a mistake that on the road. Yeah. I, what? I don't think it was really anyone's fault. It just no. The gun was there. Blaine it ran happens. over it and just pulled it outside his pit box. So yeah. I can't really blame anyone there, but. And then you were kind of hoping, oh hey, well I mean Denny's out there, maybe he's gonna go for the win, and unfortunately, his car just didn't perform, and he didn't perform when it mattered the most. Welcome to Denny Hamlin's career. I mean, he's still he's still has an amazing season. Seven out of oh, eight, yeah. top five finishes. Like he just doesn't have that win yet. But 
I'm more than confident. His time's coming. That it's coming. I mean, it could happen this weekend. Even if it doesn't, I highly doubt he's not getting into the playoffs anyway. Yeah. If Hamlin... Unless... Literally, unless there's 16 different winners, there's no way he's not getting in. If Hamlin didn't make the playoffs, that would... My brain would not commute. I'd be like, what? (laughs) I would literally be like, what? Yeah. But... Yeah, you know, typical short track beating and banging. Tempers flaring. Oh, yeah. uh, Suarez and Byron. My dark horse and my my winner. (laughs) Actually, see, at least your winner, you know, got a good finish. My winner, something happens, gets run over by Ross Chastain, and then into a parking lot crash. I was like, this couldn't go any better. And then my uh, dark horse, Corey LaJoy, you know, showing speed. Oh, Zach knows what he's talking about. Oh, caution pit stops. Oh, fresh tires. We'll see what Corey LaJoy's got. Pulls out a pit box. Nose gets ripped off. Yeah. <laughs> Radiator fucking gone. I'm like, are you serious? Like, you cannot make this up. Like, my picks are just a meme. It's just anything, anyone I pick is just going to be dog shit. That no, they're gonna be decent. They're gonna be like top five, top ten run there, and then just something's gonna happen out of the blue. Like, oh, he was struck by lightning, so he cannot drive <laughs> the rest of the race. Like, it started. Oh, off, his engine caught on fire. <laughs> it started off so strong with Blaney crashing on lap twelve, and then fucking McDowell winning. I'm like, oh, look at me, look at me, and then now. I made a fucking whole clip about me talking shit about how Michael McDowell could win this Daytona 500. And ever since that downhill, it was because of the clip. It was because of the clip. Yeah. You can't make clips. So, Brian, if Brian, if you ever, you know, call a Dark Horse winner, and then we, we make a clip show, we're making an ultra clip show. It's just going to be 30 minutes of clips of Brian just saying how this... <laughs> driver's gonna win yeah but with my luck I'm, my driver's gonna win again so yeah with your luck you you <laughs> like oh i'm gonna pick cody where and then he's gonna get his best finish ever like somehow seventh <laughs> with like a stage win and because of pitch strategy and then he misses all the wrecks and then he's seventh i would be like i would be so mad <laughs> i would stop picking i would like no nah, i'm done i'm just done as it stands i'm 99 ahead right now yeah i know we're eight races in. Yeah. This is how trash has been. <laughs> I mean, literally, the one week that you had such a good chance on me, you scored three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your dude literally did not have fourth gear. He chose Alex Bowman, and he did not have fourth gear. And I'm like, oh, let me choose a favorite, Christopher Bell. Here we go. He's going to yep. be top five. And then... For three milliseconds, our drivers were second and third. I texted Brian. I'm like, oh, here we go. And then... <laughs> Two point, seconds later. <laughs> 0.3 milliseconds later, Christopher Bell spins out. Gets ran over by Kyle Larson. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, Christopher Bell is out of the race. I was like... <sighs> Just like, oh, gosh. <laughs> My One fan. thing I did notice is most of my dark horses are taking the hit from my actual drivers now. So that's pretty nice. 
See, I can't even pick any dark horses anymore because Corey Lejoy's <laughs> nose gets ripped off. And whoever I picked two weeks ago, you know, or three weeks ago, well, whatever. You had Newman. I mean, Newman's going to Newman. <laughs> hey, that, that one week that you picked Newman, you had 40 points with him, so. Yeah, you know, should have picked him. No, fucking. <laughs> but that was like three weeks ago, but whatever. But, uh, so, I'm going to rate the race now. I'm going to give it, let me see here. I don't even, we should have probably kept the table before we rated the other races. I'm just like, right. what the hell did we rate them? Um, I think Martinsville, I'm going to give it an 85. Pretty solid race Ooh. overall. Good race. Uh, Martinsville Sanders, pretty excellent race. Uh, it got a little screwy on, like, stage three. Like, it got a little ridiculous. Like, there's 12 cautions or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I like crashes like any fucking NASCAR fan. But, I mean, it was getting ridiculous. There's fucking 12 of them in, like, stage three. No, I'll, I'll, I'll be more realistic. There's, like, six in stage three alone. Like, early in stage three. And then the first two stages, there's, like, six all together. I'm like... All right, come on. And then we had the big fucking parking lot. Oh, my God, Jesus. Is this Talladega? But we're going to give it 85. Uh, it got a little little messy in stage three. But other than that, great race. Uh, love Martinsville. So it's always fun. I, I, I want to agree... Eh, you know what? No, the, the one thing that I was going to talk down about was the the fact that we missed our night race under the lights. Oh, true. Love but if I had to be honest, even without the night race, it was still an 85. I, I agree. I think the night race would have made it a, about a 90 because it would have just been that much more enjoyable. Right. I love our night races. It's so awesome. Right. But, yeah, I mean, there's really nothing to comment on. It, it wasn't a bad race. Yeah, it's it was solid. super fun to watch. True. And, I mean, we almost had a constant battle back and forth between Denny and Ryan um, just for the lead alone. Right. And then, I mean, the big pileup happened, and then it was just from then on, it, all the cautions came. Every single, every single little thing you could think of, caution, red flag. <laughs> Cody Ware had like seven right. stage three alone. But before we get into the news, we're going to take a little break. So we'll be right back. All right, we're back. Um, It's going to just, it's going to go over smoothly. Like we didn't even leave, but I just had to get up for a minute. Get some, get some H2O, a little behind the scenes. But we're going to get into the news now. So we had a couple things to talk about. Uh, at Richmond, Austin Cindric and sponsor Verizon is gonna go to the rich. It's gonna drive at Richmond for Team Penske. He's gonna drive the thirty-three, like he has his other two times. Uh, he's also raced Daytona this year and Atlanta. So, you know, different kind of track this week for old Austin Cindric driving Richmond. Jennifer Joe Cobb 
longtime trucker and truck owner. It's gonna dry. It was gonna make her cup debut at Talladega in the Rick Ware Racing number fifteen. And Goodyear, well, Darlington in the spring has a sponsor for the race, uh, the Goodyear four hundred. This is the first time actually Goodyear has ever sponsored a race, so lots of firsts this weekend. Well, you know, this week in news, I would say. So, that was the news, like a little slow news week. And then also Tire Pros has up their sponsorship from six to eight races on Josh Berry due to his Martinsville win. Uh, he, Josh Berry drives for Dale Jr. in the number eight car. So that's good to see more sponsorship. Yeah, just a little quick little news, and then we got a couple questions to answer. So, with any of the tempers that boiled for Martinsville, uh, like Suarez or Byron, or James Davison and Cody Ware, will they continue next week on another short track at Richmond? I don't think so. I, I think, well, at least I, I think Suarez and Byron will get over it, but... Uh, unless something big happens, like, I don't know, somebody cuts somebody off or there's a little tap and somebody didn't like that tap, I I, I don't think that the tempers are going to stay for another week. Right. I, th I think the people, uh, well, at least Suarez and Byron, I know for sure, would be classy enough to kind of move that on. I get you. So. I think. You might see Suarez give Byron a little bump, you know. Might show his displeasure if he's by him. But I don't think anything too major is going to boil over. I mean, it's Martinsville. People say shit on the radio all the time. I mean, even when I, I race, I say shit all the time. You just see him from my streams or whatever. I'll be under my breath. I'll be like, you MF'er, you know, stuff like that. You know, heat of the moment, blah, 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 and stuff. So, I don't think anything will boil over too much. Uh, Byron just might give him a little bump, like, hey, you know, I didn't like that. But I mean, I could understand why they'd want to do that, but you just got to think about what's ahead, not what's behind, you know? Yeah, but, you know, NASCAR drivers have fucking memories like an elephant. <laughs> so, they're going to be like, oh, well, he ran me over and... Uh, the late Richmond race of 2007. So <laughs> I'm going to rough him up. But yeah, he, I think he's just going to do a little tap, you know, if anything. That's possible. Yeah. It, it might not even be anything, really. But our next question is Do we have favorites for the championship? I mean, we're, what, what is 36 divided by 8? I can't think of that on my top of my head. We're almost a fourth way. Fourth, fifth. We have fifth. It's not a fifth. It's not a fifth. Four and a half. Yeah, it's about four and a half. So yeah. We're a quarter and a half. I'm just going to say quarter. Like around a quarter in. We're eight races in. Yeah. Quarter of the way there. Yeah, we're about a quarter, quarter into the season. Um, Do we have any favorites for the championship? Or do we got any like looking like a favorite early? No. No, I'm going to be honest. I I don't have a favorite so far for the championship. It just looks like 
at this point, it, it kind of feels like anything can happen. Right. I, I don't think that there's going to be a solid candidate like we had at the beginning of the year where I was like, oh, yeah, Brad and Kevin Harvick, two easy picks for me. Right. But, yeah, no, I I don't see it happening. I mean, we even Chase Elliott, he, I'm surprised he hasn't won yet. Yeah, it's so early, you know. There's so many people who need to win. I mean, Hamlin's got to win. Kevin Harvick's got to win. Brad Kowalski's yeah. got to win. Alex Bowman's got to win. Mm-hmm. Chase Elliott's got to win. Yep. Like a whole bunch of people, you know. Um, yep. Favorites for the championship. Uh, my favorites right now for the championship, I would say the four top is probably Kyle Larson's one. Uh, I would say Truex has put himself as one. Denny Hamlin is obviously as one. I think that's like the top three, you would say, right now would be kind of like favorites. I'd say four would be tied between Penske drivers, to be honest with you. Between uh, Blaney and Logano. Very true. You could make an argument for Brad. I mean, just unfortunate events so far, but... Yeah. But I would I would say, like, the top three S, like... Yeah. There's a case for four, but I would say the top three right now are the 11, 19, and 5 car. Understandable. Yeah. Those are early favorites, but, you know, it's still way early. I mean, we thought, <laughs> we thought uh, Denny Hamlin and Kevin Harvick were locks. Right. Know, we see what happened at the end of the year. but Ugh. I thought that, you know, maybe Bubba would squeeze in or a Tyler Reddick would squeeze in. Maybe Eric Amarola. No. It's just not happening this year. Uh, so they still might. They're, they're within striking distance. Yeah. I'm. They just need one... One little thing to happen to switch their luck around. Hey, Talladega's in two weeks, so, you know. Right. That could change anything. Right. And then we still have Daytona as our regular season finale. I forgot about that. I totally forgot about that, too. (laughs) Oh, jeez. So, we still got a long ways to go. But now we're going to go into our Richmond preview. So, Richmond, another short track. Uh, you know, they can you can run, like, two lanes usually. Usually it's, like, typically on the bottom is what people use. But the high side can come in, and then when the high side gets gripped, you can make tons of time there. Like, Austin Dillon was making time there last year. Uh, I expect it's going to be a cleaner race in Martinsville, probably... You know, less action-packy and stuff is typically what Richmond mm-hmm. is. But with uh, yeah, with this car, you know, I expect probably Truex to be up there. Uh, Hamlin, Kyle Busch should be up there as well. And this is a great, probably one of Kyle Busch's best racetracks. Uh, yeah, that would be the top three, I would say. Probably Gibbs guys and then, you know probably expect a Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott and I don't expect Bowman he's usually pretty terrible at Richmond so same with Blaney Blaney is awful here I guess best finish is 19 so I don't expect those guys to be up there but we'll see how the race plays out a lot of strategy you know be tire fall off you got to manage your tires matters where you run and stuff but yeah I think should be like a little act, 
less action packy than um, Martinsville is going to be. So going with that, my pick for the race is going to be Kyle Busch. I know Kyle Busch hasn't really shown that much winning speed. Neither has Zach this year in his picks, but we're picking <laughs> Kyle Bush. Kyle fucking Bush to win at Richmond. Shock the world. Kyle Bush is coming. And then for my dark horse, I'm going to pick Daniel Suarez. Usually a good track, um, track for Suarez. You know, pretty decent at. So look for him in that top 12 to 18 range, I believe. Uh, track house will be as they've shown all year. So those are my two picks, but we're picking Kyle Bush to get the W. Well, I agree with you that, you know, those may be some of the best at Richmond, some of the worst at Richmond with the way that this year is going. I don't, I don't know if you can even bring in the past <laughs> because uh, there's just been so much that's happened. I mean, Look at Bristol. I understand it was a dirt track, right? right? But we expected two prior dirt track or, or well, dirt drivers to win, and they didn't. I mean, sure they got crashed out, but they didn't come close. <laughs> right. Uh, so with that, I still ended up. I, I guess technically, this is. Kind of one of my favorite drivers this year just to watch. And I mean, his Twitter's amazing. <laughs> but uh, this is actually my first my first time going with a second pick. And I'm going with Denny Hamlin this Come race. On, Brian, let me catch up. Go with Cody Ware. <laughs> you don't want me to do that. <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah, I mean, Denny's been promising the whole year. Mr. PJ's himself. Um <laughs> <laughs> it, I don't know. He, he's just, other than winning, he's a solid pick. If you're just, if you're looking for somebody to take you throughout the year, right? And on that note, my dark horse is Chris Busher, because even though he's kind of a a guy that sits in the back a little bit, not like you know thirtieth, but. Back in near the 20s, maybe sometimes he's up in the 15, 16, 17 range. Uh, but I don't know. He's seemed pretty solid this year, and I see him as a good dark horse for this race. Yeah, that's not a bad pick at all. No bad picks over here, but yeah, <laughs> we'll see. we'll see how Richmond goes. Uh, It'll be an interesting race, to say the least. So, I know this is a little uh, much shorter than we usually do, but really there wasn't that many, much news topics to talk about. I mean, we could, that, I mean, there's really not, we could get into SRX if we really wanted to, but they, <laughs> um, they just announced their announcing schedule, like announcers and stuff. Got some good announcers. Alan Bestwick is back. That's amazing. But really... Not much news to talk about. Martinsville kind of, you know, recap Martinsville. Where we're gonna we're gonna talk about every bump that happened or every spin. No, <laughs> not it's just you know it happens. But 
you know, a little shorter episode, but we'll have some stuff to talk about Richmond, I'm sure. But thank you guys for coming along. This has been episode 11. Brian, thank you as always for joining me on this podcast. Much Thanks for having me. Much appreciated, brother. And we will see you guys on next Wednesday. See you. Recapping Richmond and previewing Talladega. So take care, y'all. We'll see you. Take care.